Introducing Shakti Power with best-selling author, priestess, and sacred dancer, Zinnia Gupte. Learn the wisdom of Shakti Power and invite greater beauty, intuition, and magic into your life. Enjoy ancient mantras, meditations, and supportive techniques to help you unlock and activate your sacred feminine power. And now, Shakti Power with Zinnia. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Shakti Power. We are continuing with messages from Shakti, and we are currently on message number 17. Be the courtesan of your life. The sacred feminine teaches us how to love and relate to ourselves, first, through a stable, truthful, authentic, and compassionate relationship. Develop your relationship with yourself first and your inner lover. What beliefs do you hold about love? Do you come from love or control and fear? Have you healed your fears of loss, rejection, and abandonment? Take your time. Let go. Flow, go slow. Be the courtesan of your life. This journey requires you to see your own beauty and truth and to find the essence of your soul. You must give each step to yourself first and feel your depths. Loving yourself first brings you into sacred union with your essence. Mantra, I cherish my beauty and truth. I cherish my beauty and truth. I cherish my beauty and truth. So what does this mean to be the courtesan of your life? You know, many people don't know what a courtesan is. And so I'd like to start there. Long time ago, when women were very abundant, owned property, um, they ruled the land and food and how it was distributed, and it was more of a basket-weaving society, and there was plenty of nourishment and abundance, and it was a matriarchal society. This is pretty much 10,000, 12,000 years ago. We were one with the earth. We were whole. We received everything we needed from the earth. We're fulfilled and content. And then slowly, as that began to change, as we became hunters and gatherers, and as um, agricultural came, farming systems, those matriarchal values changed. And so women were once revered and esteemed and received everything from education to family values and leadership to property to community spiritual leadership that slowly devolved with agriculture hunting and gathering the iron age monarchies and so the woman the role of the woman the value of the woman also fell so the ways she was able to hold power shifted. So before she was a queen, an empress, princess, a priestess, you know, really in roles of spiritual leadership um, at the helm of, of communities and families and empires even. And as that slowly, as those roles slowly declined, um, as kings came into power, ministers, government, and the military, soldiers, the more powerful roles started to belong to men. But there was one role that was um, 
relegated to women when much of the power had been kind of um, cut, <laughs> really cut, you know, split. And the woman was seen only as a mother and a wife and a daughter and a caretaker and a nurturer or a nun. So in the old days and the dark ages, those were really the roles that you could have. You could be a mother, a fantastic mother, fantastic wife, dutiful, or a nun. So there's this one role that I mentioned before that still had power, and it was the role of the courtesan. And the courtesan was a woman who was like a geisha. She was trained in the sacred arts, in music, in dance, in poetry, in philosophy, in politics, in chess, in different languages. Um, and she was at the beck and call of the court. She was a very high status woman and was the only woman that was allowed to be in libraries, to read books, to have higher knowledge, and to be conversational with men, ministers, the king, even the pope. But this kind of woman traded sexual favors for money. So while she was rich in education and money, her, her value came at a very high price. And that price was to hold her head high in a society that, while accepted her as a courtesan, a woman of the world, she was not truly accepted into society. So there's this element of exile. Okay, so I'm going to get to my point. The reason why this woman had such high value is because she was an artist at her heart. She could create. She used her sexual creative power to create. She created um, magic, books, words, poetry, fashion. And in the little space of power that she was given, she used that space for creation. And so... The grander meaning of the word courtesan is really to be a creator in your life, to be an artist, to be a muse. So, like I said, any beautiful role can be diminished and really reduced to a certain role at a certain time in a certain way that society needs it to be played out. But the courtesan role has opened up into being the creator of your life, of your business, of your brand, of your art, of your family. And we're coming into a time in this age of Aquarius where we need artists in the world, people who see their value, people who want to create, people who want to share everything, people who want to open their hearts and have a radical generosity and energize other people, inspire other people, activate and invest in other people's businesses, nurture and grow other women's businesses. Um, really fight for people's rights and make sure that there's enough, enough food at the table and that children and women have enough food. So in the grander sense, being an artist is about taking care of one another, loving one another, sensing the desires of one another, and truly being there for one another. So in this way, we elevate the courtesan from a purely sexual bartering and sensual offering into a much higher spiritual offering where that Shakti energy, that Kundalini energy, that sensuality travels into your heart, into your third eye, and into your crown chakra where you can really offer 
this love offering to the world. And a few different ways this is playing out in our world currently are all the different activism movements that you're seeing. Women's movements to help women in science and technology, um, people coming together to help the environment, making sure that water is harvested properly and that we are ensuring that our greatest resource is, is nurtured and protected and that people have water rights and we're not polluting. We're seeing this with women entrepreneurs in the golden age of entrepreneurship where women are really seeing their value and using their gifts and not only staying in a nine to five corporate job run by a dominant male model or patriarchal model, they are setting up flex times and working remotely from home and different conditions of maternity leave and flexible schedules for their working women so that women feel comfortable being in their feminine as well as their masculine. We're seeing this in the government where more women are running for office from the recent presidential elections because we want to see more equality, fair share, gender parity, equal rights, human rights. So being the courtesan of your life can take on a whole new level if you allow it. It can take on a whole new level because you're loving from your heart and you've been on that journey already probably of being in codependent relationships where people don't value you, where people don't value your gifts. You're with a partner who doesn't see all of you and recognize the value you can give. And so many of us women have kind of traveled through those codependent relationships where we were the caretakers, we were the nurturers, while our men or our friends and family were kind of giving their gifts to the world and shining their light. And we said, enough, now is our time. So that line, when I say the journey requires you to see your own beauty and truth and to find the essence of your soul, you must give each step to yourself first and feel your depths. Loving yourself first brings you into sacred union and your essence. So there's a lot of brands and feminine coaches and feminine empowerment experts that help bring your awareness into self-love, self-esteem, worthiness. You come first. Your desires come first. The needs of your body come first. Your health comes first. And when you're giving to yourself in this way, you're feeding the garden. You're nourishing the garden and those seeds once planted become fruits and trees and those trees have branches and those branches bear even more fruit. So the key to all of this is really nurturing your roots, being very grounded, being faithful and giving yourself as much love, time and attention to your needs as you do to other people in your life. So if there's one action you can take from this message is start with yourself. I cherish my beauty and truth. Do the work of Louise Hay, mirror work. Look in a mirror and read affirmations that elevate yourself. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am deserving. I am valuable. If you go to SoundCloud and search for Shakti Priestess, all my guided meditations are there that help you to hear the beauty of your own voice and see yourself as a beautiful soul worthy of the greatest love expressing her greatest gifts and being in the most cherishing and valuable of relationships okay so there's another thought that i'd like to part with you before we um 
and the show. And that is a movie that really inspired me long ago. The movie is called Dangerous Beauty, and it is about a courtesan. Her mother gave her an ultimatum. She had to choose between being a wife and a nun. I'm sorry, she was actually not able to marry up because she was from a, a middle-class family. So her mother gave her the choice of being a nun or a courtesan. And her mother took her to the to the convent and she saw another young girl, her hair being chopped off with these huge scissors. And the girl was praying and crying and she ran out of there like a bat out of hell. And then she said, yes, I, um, I'm, I'm open to exploring how to be a courtesan. So if you're interested in that role and just exploring what this could mean and how being a muse and an enchantress and a courtesan and an artist, how that resonates for you, what that means for you specifically, watch this movie. It might inspire you. It could enlighten you. I'm sure you will come away with some juicy bits. And if you like this particular episode, please let me know. Go to shaktipriestess.com and click on the contact form. And I would love to hear your comments. Thank you again for being a part of this journey with me. Namaste. Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. If you like what you heard, please share the Shakti Power podcast with your friends. And be sure to visit ShaktiPriestess.com to claim your free goddess gift bundle.